0: I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, October 28th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Jay, I'm not
1: sure if you saw, but someone has launched a $5 million lawsuit against Kellogg saying their Pop-Tarts don't have enough strawberries. I'll be honest with you, I was never much of a breakfast guy, and so I'm not sure if this is true
0: or false. What do you think on the whole thing? It's so American that someone is suing Kellogg about Pop-Tarts with not enough strawberries in them. I guess if there aren't really enough strawberries in them, it might be false advertising, but this just seems like kind of a frivolous lawsuit that the US has become famous for.
1: I encourage everyone to try the Pop-Tarts for themselves and judge whether or not it has enough strawberries or needs more. And then I guess we could maybe turn it into a class action if we all get together.
0: I like this, the Peak Daily turning the strawberry, <laughs> uh, the strawberry lobby against Kellogg. Yeah, it's about time. Brett, what do we have for Peak pals today aside from strawberries and their breakfast?
1: For our first story, Stimulus is Stymied. For our second story, Fellow Raises New Cash. And for our last story, U of T Divests.
0: For our first story, the Bank of Canada ended its stimulus program. Brett, tell the Peak Palace all about Bank of Canada's stimulus plan.
1: Okay, so at the start of the pandemic, the Bank of Canada initiated something called quantitative easing. That's a fancy way of saying that lets them buy hundreds of billions of dollars in government bonds and expand their balance sheet in order to keep interest rates down. In practice, this meant that governments could spend more to manage the economic crisis that followed the original COVID-19 lockdowns.
0: Now, the Bank of Canada has said they're ending their stimulus and the quantitative easing programs as the economy gets back on track and inflation starts to tick up. In the same address, Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem, a.k.a. TMAC, obviously, said that an interest rate hike could come as soon as April 2022. So, Brett, why should PayPal's care about the Bank of Canada's stimulus packages ending?
1: Who's the better team, Mac? Tracy McGrady or Tiff Macklem? I, I'm a gonna, dunk. Well, neither, I don't think. While inflation is probably to do with supply chain issues and monetary policy, the Bank of Canada is still taking it seriously and ending their stimulus should help control prices. For a second story, Ottawa based Fellow raised $24 million in new funding. Jay, why don't you tell the peak pals
0: about Fellow? Sure. It was founded in 2017. And Fellow is a meeting productivity platform and offers tools like meeting templates and task tracking. But they're really branded themselves as the best tool for one-on-ones between managers and their employees. And customers include Canada Shopify and a personal favorite of my breath, online event platform, Hopin.
1: I hear you're the Hopin expert. It's funny. As you can imagine, part of Fellow's recent success has been the move to remote work, especially among tech companies, which are their biggest customers. So Jay, why should Peak pals care about Fellow's latest round?
0: Well, don't sleep on Ottawa's tech scene. First and foremost, it's more than just the home of Shopify. There's an entire ecosystem of neat SaaS companies coming out of the nation's capital region. So keep an eye on it, Brett. Not just Shopify, but the whole tech ecosystem.
1: I've never slept on it. I've been all, I've always been awake on Ottawa's tech scene.
0: For our last story, University of Toronto is set to sell off all fossil fuel investments by the end of 2030. Brett. You are a UFT alum. You are a proud Varsity Blue. Tell the Peak Pals what's going on over UFT.
1: Best sports program in the country. That's what I always say. So here's some context: Students and activists around the world have been pressuring universities, who usually manage large financial endowments, to divest from investments that contribute to climate change, in particular companies involved in fossil fuels. Harvard announced last month that they would do just that, and now UFT is the latest school to make the pledge.
0: And UFT has the largest endowment of any university in Canada, at four billion dollars but they say their fossil fuel investments are really only worth around 65 million or 1.6% of all of their holdings. So over the next year, the university will sell all of their direct investments. And by 2030, U of T will have divested themselves from all indirect investments in fossil fuels. But Brett, why should people care about U of T's divestment from fossil fuels?
1: Well, the first thing they should care about is that the University of Toronto is the best university in Canada. And the second thing to care about is that this is part of a trend, Increasingly large managers of money from endowments to pension funds are wary of investing in fossil fuels, which will make it tough for these companies, especially Canadian ones, to raise money. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast through your app of choice and share it with friends. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode.
0: Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, what I want you to do tomorrow morning, I want you to add some extra strawberries to your smoothie just so we can join this class action lawsuit against Kellogg. You clearly weren't listening, Jay. I don't eat breakfast. I know, but maybe you should start. start with strawberries. (laughs) Have a good day, Brett.